Now I should be here. You should be able to hear me now. Oh, OBS. OBS, for goodness sake. Yes, I'm, I'm here. Uh, hello, I am here. You can now hear me. It's OBS doing the thing where it, I should I should watch the doodad in front of me going back and forth because that's the point of it. But uh, the, the, point, <laughs> the point is... Uh, the point is that the the, the 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 OBS. Why do you reset that? I just have to select select my audio output every time. Anyway, basically the point being um, uh, RMT shout out uh, to RMT TSSA make, fix your fix your stuff. Um, anyway, enough of me waffling uh, again. God, that took long enough, didn't it? Oh dear. Uh, let me tell you about what we're doing tonight it's episode 158 uh, and we're talking about the fact that uh, there is no such thing as the last mile problem we've had last I, I have discussions all the time where people refer to the last mile problem and every time that i have that discussion i am made angry again um uh, yes I, I think i was on time uh, people are saying i wasn't on time i think i was on time i was just I, I was slightly late maybe like a minute late because i was handing my uh wife who is currently feeding our little one uh, some water so that she doesn't die um, so uh, it was it was a noble and necessary delay. Uh, it's the last day of the UCU strike today, uh, Detour. Um, actually, I should have been. I've been wearing my. Well, it's not mine. It's Dina's. I've been wearing Dina's UCU hat around town a lot um, because it's pink and it's uh, quite fun. But also solidarity to everyone in the UCU. Um, so this is not the this is not the last of the Pat Leave pre-records. No, this is live. With a, with a human in it. Anyway, right, enough of this waffle. Uh, it's Class 158. Uh, it's episode 158, so we have to talk about the Class 158 very briefly. Except we don't, because we had an episode about the 158, didn't we? Which is like episode 2. And um, with the benefit of hindsight, I'd have put, a, put, I'd have put the, um, the thumbnail of the episode in. But I haven't. Uh, so there's a nice Class 158 in, in regional railways livery. These originally weren't going to be regional railways. They were provincial, which was a, a, a kind of a, 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 a pre-regional railways sectoral brand. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, there we are. So um, there we are, class one fifty eight. It's a lovely train. And without further ado, let's let's get on with this rubbish. Um, uh, <laughs> welcome to tonight's real matter. <laughs> The institute. I nearly said the. I nearly said the express printer fades away. No, that that was what we had earlier. As the institute two two five fades away. Um, there's not going to be any news today, but we are going to have a look at the COVID stats because uh, we haven't for a while. Um, COVID stats. So uh, well, we'll start with the overall view again. Um, I've updated the overall view. I think I did this already, haven't I? With all, with all of you lot. Um, uh, hello, Martha. Last week's episode was ace. Uh, very cool to have you in the chat as ever. Um, uh, the, the 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 usual caveats about this data is 28-day rolling average. I think we did that last time. Uh, we have cycling at the top here uh, with the usual sort of surge in in sort of summertime that we've seen over the 2020 and 2022. We've yet to see what happens with that um, here. But we also, yeah, we, so these are all a bit lower because they're rolling averages. They're a bit lower than the, the, the peaks that you get, which I'll show you when I zoom into just 2023. Um, but you can see we have this tremendous drop uh, in perform in, in ridership across the board actually uh, over winter which is interesting I, I can't exactly explain that because that's a uniform drop across the board what made everyone do that is it cost of living crisis making people not travel as much um is it a, 
is it a, a consequence of the fact that we can work from home and everyone's like, oh, it's dark and it's January and I'm just going to work from home more? I don't know what that uh, what, what accounts for that. But uh, um, yeah, it's it's the, the dip is... I mean, it will be Christmas, actually, because that's the, that these markers are the start of the month. So uh, yeah, that probably is. Uh, that'll be December, that'll be January, that'll be February, that'll be March, then... April, then May, then June. Yeah, so you're right. Actually, I'm speaking rubbish. It is the, it's the, it's the kind of the the holiday drop. But there are fewer, so people aren't traveling around as much for their holidays as they did in the past, which is uh, certainly domestically, which is interesting. They are uh, a bit easier. So um, there have been dips, uh, similar dips in in previous years, but never never quite as, as steep. But that suggests to me quite a short wavelength. Anyway, basically, let's jump forwards to. So that's that's the overall sitch. Let's jump forwards to um, to this year, which is a bit scriggly, scraggly at the moment. Uh, these are the actual numbers, not the uh, rolling average numbers. And you can see, uh, well, it's just a bit of a mess. Key thing though uh, is is up here that you can see rail. Uh, actually, let me clear my scribbles. Rail is. Uh, do you know what else I can do? Oh, no, I won't do it yet. I'll, I'll bring my little face up in a sec. Rail shooting up above the hundred percent mark nationally. The national average shooting up above the 100% mark. Uh, bus services also doing the same thing. Uh, very irritatingly, there are several large gaps in rail data that I cannot fully explain, and that, that are for some reason the DFT has chosen to exclude that data, which aggravates the heck out of me. I don't fully understand why that is. Um, and the start of the year is an example of a gap in that data. There is just there's a there's a gap in this data here. Uh, actually, I think on this I've I've got uh, fill the gaps in on Excel, to, so it's actually filling the gap. I should do, undo that so we can see where there are data gaps. But there are some annoying data gaps that I don't fully understand. Um, so yeah, so annoying data gaps. But critically, uh, okay, bus services drop. Bus services kind of still generally climbing, although this is a big old messy scribble, so it's hard to to spot. Uh, road usage not recovering as much to the point where rail usage has been over road usage for what will that be the the first time throughout the entire pandemic and this is relative of course this is not in in, in absolute terms um uh yeah maybe a lot of sicknesses due to staff illness it could have been it could have been i mean it, it could have been another blinking covid uh wave that a mini wave that no one's talked about it could be uh, it's not strike related i don't think um, yeah, Deirdre, you're right. They should at least explain why the data is missing, which they haven't. Normally, there's a little note, and I, I do not believe that they have added a little note explaining why the the data is uh, missing. I'll, I'll click on the uh, I'll click on the, the where data source quality, rail passenger numbers, data source methodology. Um, there's the, nothing on gaps. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. It's just very. I'm. I'm puzzled i'm puzzled by the gap uh anyone who can explain it deirdre if you want to go in and find and explain it then then great but i i couldn't i couldn't find any explanation it's a bit weird um but interesting thing let's dive in okay these numbers are very small but the column you want to look at is this one and the numbers that we're interested in are oh look there's some some uh sizable chunks of 100 percent staying in the 90s uh there and then another 103 here and then staying in the 90s uh, so, and when I say staying in the 90s, I mean like 97, 98, 98, 97, 97, 92, 97, 92, 92, 92. So there's a bit of a, a bit of a drop, but that that partly is because there's always a bit of a drop towards the end of the current data. They often get revised back upwards again uh, because of the way the data gets collected. So we're, we're seeing, I mean, we've basically been sat at around 100% for uh, quite 
a while now of uh, rail ridership. And that's despite the fact we're still running like a 60 to 80% timetable. Government is cutting services, is getting rid of train fleets and just generally running the system into the ground. Despite all of that, despite the best efforts of government, um, I will bring my fa little face in the corner. Hello, it's it's me in the corner. Hi. Um, uh, yeah, but despite the best efforts of government, rail ridership is uh, absolutely solid. It is enormously solid. Uh, so, yeah, quite uh, quite something. Anyway, let's park that for now. And we, we there will be, uh, it's going to be a news episode next week, so we'll, we'll do some news before, well, no, not before, before we get to the news news episode next week, we need to finish this episode. And, and in order to do that, we need to talk about the last mile problem and what it is. What it is, it, the last mile problem? What, what that? Uh, and so we're going to explain what, what it is, uh, or attempt to explain what people think it is. So, uh, let's, uh, let's just, uh, let's just get, uh, get my favorite browser up here. Uh, it's going to, let's see, actually, I, 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 I fluffed the gag because look, we're going to go in, we're going to, we're going to Bing it. We're going to Bing it and find out what it is. So let's go to Bing here. Uh, Google, enter, there we are, Google. Uh, and then we're going to go, uh, uh, last mile problem, pub public transportation. Uh, let's just say public transport and see what happens. Last mile problem, public transport. Let's see what happens. No, I'd, no, go away, Google. Go, get lost. Uh, the last mile problem is the challenge of moving people between transportation hubs and their final destinations. Right. Like the walk from your nearest bus or train station to your place of work. What? But, but it's not a problem because you, you walk it. Or you wheel it. What, what, where's the problem element of this? When this distance creeps over a quarter mile, our willingness to utilise public transport dwindles. Hmm. We'll get to uh, challenging this momentarily. But uh, yeah, so you can see that... Um, so if let's go into... Well, where's an example? Let's just pick a... I mean, first, let's go to the Wikipedia and see what the Wikipedia says, shall we? Um, so, you know, you've got... Uh, you've got these these... Various sort of, well, you've got, so so yeah, last mile, so it's got like history of last mile. Originally, it was referred to telecommunications and the, and the, the challenge of getting uh, cabling into homes and businesses uh, off the, the, the kind of the uh, the main telecommunication network and the fact that you've got this last mile of cable. Um, but it, it covers you know, distribution, logistics networks, transportation networks. And as you can see, there's all sorts of nonsense popping up here. Uh, so yeah, okay. So some nonsense popping up here in the old uh, in the old Wikipedia. So what about uh, what, what else can we see? Uh, see? To be honest, if you go through here, there's a load of little articles. There's discussions like like all these tech type things. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Oh, no, I don't have videos. Uh, actually, if we do go to videos, it's, it's all like there's planning, transit connectivity, smart growth, smart cities, feasibility studies, solving the problem, shared autonomous vehicles. Uh, uh, oh, there's a not just bikes uh, video. There we are. Um, da, 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 da. So all okay, all sorts of kind of discussion of what it is. But but you know, let's actually talk about what materially uh, the issue is. Generally, you can split the last mile. What is discussed as the last mile um, uh, problem split into two. So so, and we're going to probably we're going to talk about both. We'll probably focus on the PT one. Um, so um, straight out of Martha's week, uh, Martha's episode last week, because it's gorgeous. Uh, we've got public transport as as one 
element of the the last mile problem and then we've got logistics so 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 goods movement um so basically movement of people movement of things are the two kind of categories of last mile problem and so the last mile problem manifests itself differently between those two um I mean, the the ostensible, I'm using rabbit ears, last mile problem manifests itself theoretically differently between those two things. Um, and in the case of public transport, the logic is that, oh, you know, if you have a long distance to get to the, the, the you're, you're accessing the public transport system, uh, then you're, you're not going to use it, uh, which, yeah, that, that's, that's true. Um, but that, what is that a last, okay, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. So, um, why don't I think... Let's just get straight to it. Why don't I think that the last mile problem exists? Why don't I think the last mile problem exists? Um, so let's go back to our two little uh, ideas. We'll start with um, public transport. Let's, let's start with public transport. Why don't I think the last mile problem exists for public transport? Um, well, probably the easiest way to explain why I don't think it exists is by using some examples. Uh, let's start in... in um, in in Paris, there we are, Paris, um, uh, straight out of OpenStreetMap, but using the transport level uh, kind of layer select, and it gives you this nice view of um, uh, rail and buses. Uh, and I've used the same zoom level across all of the the, the maps that we're about to put up. Um, here is here is a, a map of a basically a map of a public transport system. It, essentially, we are looking. There's a weird OpenStreetMap uh, bug here. That's a bit strange. Um, we're, we're looking at an incredibly dense public transport network in the center of a massive city. So this is, it's cheaty to say um, there is no, you know, there, there can be no last mile problem because you can see here there is no last mile problem. But there is, within the land that we can see here, the populated area we can see here, there is no last mile problem. Um, everyone can access public transport very quickly, very easily. The last mile, mile problem doesn't exist. Um but, okay, that, fine, fine. And, and to be honest, likewise, go to London. The reality is that, for the most part, you can see a few gaps starting to... Actually, you know what? Let's change, change pen colour, because there's lots of red in here. Let's let's change our little pen colour. Let's make it uh, 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 purple. There we are. Uh, so um, you can see there's 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 some areas here that maybe aren't so good. Where's Chelsea? Actually, Chelsea's pretty good. It's got decent bus coverage for the most part. In central London, as you can see, pretty much all of central London here is pretty good saturation. Again, there is no last mile problem here. But jump kind of uh, southwest a bit, uh, kind of to the edge of, of London, towards the suburbs, and you can see that, oh, uh, wait a minute, maybe things aren't quite so rosy, but you can still see... The, the bus service, so here's here's a, a more obvious gap. There's a more obvious gap. And a, a, here's a more obvious gap. And here's a, a, a bit of a more obvious gap at the edge here. Although I dare say people, you know, that's about, what is that? A kilometre is about the size of the width of my thumb. So it's about a mile to the edge of, of, of Kingswood there to, the, to get to the station. For the most part, this suburb, there's possibly a suburb. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's probably not too bad if, as long as you can get through this way. Yeah, there, there are some possible gaps here that, that maybe exist i think the biggest one probably here is between oxshot and cobham um there so that that's that's a bit of a distance to get kind of to to, to the, the nearest station um but the thing is again it's not it's not the last mile problem isn't a, it's not an intractable problem that needs it's not an a, a deep and impossible complex complex interface to manage it's no nah, just provide enough uh to provide enough density of public transport and, and to be honest, that's for, for the most part for everyone within the M25 and a lot of people who are in the wider travel to work, London travel to work area, 
the last mile problem isn't a problem. It's not something people. It's not something people really think about at all. There are plenty of areas where public transport can be improved within and outside the M25, um, and there are challenges with with uptake in certain boroughs for sure. But it's there is you know looking around here that there are there's this oh, Hogs Cross there perhaps is is not doing so well. Um, there's there's there, you know there are there are certainly some some areas that, that are not perfect, but it's not an intractable problem. It's a, just to provide enough public transport. So if we keep going down, so that was London. Here's Sheffield. You know, Sheffield is a pretty dense amount of provision in the centre. You know, if we go back to back to Paris, it's like on par with Paris in the very centre here. And I think if I got Manchester up, which I haven't, uh, it would be even. I, I don't know why I picked a random load of stuff on the that, that doesn't bear much uh, logic. But uh, you know, sleep deprived. I didn't sleep at all much last night. Actually, that's not true. That's unfair to Dina, who definitely didn't sleep at all last night. I I slept some time last night. Anyway, um, okay, you can start seeing there's some some gaps once you start getting up to kind of the rural areas out on the fringes of Sheffield. But by and large, Sheffield's coverage is is pretty good. The bus service, the coverage is pretty good. The frequency may not be. And again, that's the um that again and 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 refer back to 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 Martha's episode last week where there are challenges with, you know. Having having a line on a map showing that there is a bus service through here does not necessarily um, correspond to, prov- to, to to providing enough saturation to solve the problem, uh, and, and obviously the lack of integration that we have in, in in public transport in the UK further compounds the challenges. But again, it's not that like there's an intractable, impossible to solve gap that means that uh, as we'll see later on by the sorts of people who do shout about the last mile problem, it's not something that we need fancy technology to solve. It's not something that we need. Um, that there's an it's 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 an impossible political uh, uh, kind of crossroads. That it, it's just that it, it means that we can't do anything now, and we have to keep cars running everywhere. No, it isn't. You know, if we go to pop up to Edinburgh, saturated by this is in level of density. So to go to Edinburgh, and it's less dense, but the coverage is still not not bad. You know, if we see here the scale, actually, annoyingly, the scale is despite the the zoom level being the same. The scale is changing, which I don't fully understand why that is, to be honest, uh, in these screenshots, because I just literally dragged the mouse around. Uh, is it because of the geode? Uh, some uh, mapping nerd, uh, tell me the answer to that. Anyway, again, you know, uh, okay, some issues up uh, the other side of camo, and, and definitely, like, there are problems in Edinburgh with bus service density in a few places, but actually, I'm struggling to find somewhere that's very obviously a gap. It's, pr- it's pretty good going. Uh, shout out to Leaf Thry Docks where they just uh, made a boat fall over. Uh, I did see that. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It, it really isn't bad. They're, they're definitely it's not perfect, but it's not again. It's not bad. Let's go to where are we now? Ah, nice. Let's go to Newcastle. Uh, and Newcastle has some bigger gaps. So there's a big gap. There's a big gap. Um, there's an enormous gap. You can start seeing where it's like, this isn't a last mile issue, this is a public transport provision issue. So, th- th- this is, this is, th- th- you can start seeing that it's like, no, 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 the, people are talking about the last mile problem. What what are they trying to get us to not talk about? Because is it just that there's not enough public transport? Because I can tell you, the cost of providing buses in those areas is not much. It's not much at all. Um, what else we got? We've got here's Borough. Actually, it's a whole of Teesside. You know, you got Stockton, Thornaby, and, and Middlesbrough. Again, coverage not bad. Actually, coverage pretty good. Uh, you know, Eagles Cliff is a it's maybe not quite as nicely served as it ought to be, uh, but actually, it's not bad. There's pretty decent bus coverage. You know, the buses kind of cover anyone who's played City Skylines. You know, or, or um, Sim City or whatever you happen to play. You know that 
to, to get the best out of your public transport system, you kind of sometimes end up with a bit of a wheezy, weavy bus route to capture all the people. Um, well, yes, that's that's good. That's fine. Um, when well balanced. Hey, Aberdeen, lovely uh, Aberdeen. Uh, Kings Wells, West Hill. I think there are buses that have not made it into the open street map system because I'm sure there are buses that go out to West Hill. And actually, when I went up to Inverurie, this is because we're out in the rural sticks and the, they don't do open data up there. Because I went up to Inverurie and there were just no buses around Inverurie. So I, I think there are buses into the, these areas. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so but you you know you, coverage within the within the, the center of the city is is it's not bad for Little Aberdeen. Not bad at all. Um, I, I definitely would would suggest that OpenStreetMap is missing some mapping data, so uh, feel free to get on it. Um, but anyway, yeah, so there you go. Oh, I'll, do do continue to ping me in the chat to say hello, by the way. Um, so uh, let's keep going. Where are we going to look at next? Ah, York. Uh, here's York, and I can say with reasonable comfort and confidence that uh, Gap, uh, Big Gap, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, the, the buses around York are good if you've got them and not good if you don't have them gap uh, there there are quite a few painful gaps uh, gap um in the bus provision again the problem is not that there's not the last mile problem uh, you know go out to wart hill here there doesn't need to be a last mile problem you could have a bus that just runs down through wart hill through holtby and connects down to to, to you know you could have a bus interchange at grimston bar or you could just have it come on the whole road here um you know, there is not there's not a last mile problem here. It does not exist. Let's go to Aber Aberystwyth. Uh, here we are, and uh, the wine here has a decent bus through it. Uh, you've got um, uh, actually pretty. You know, the bus through Penparkai is pretty good. Uh, the buses are pretty. Buses around Aberystwyth. Okay, the time they've wrecked the times, um, and uh, it's annoying that there's not a bus that goes through San uh, Gorwen. There used to be a Clarach bus, and it doesn't seem to be shown on here at all, so that's that's a bit annoying. Um, the the loop, the Borth loop, the Borth bog loop was always a fun one uh, late at night because the quickest way for me to get from the, the last bus, which was what was it ten, was it like uh, ten to ten or something rubbish? Uh, it would do the loop, and bearing in mind that I want to get to where my parents live in Talbot, uh, I would go round Borth, uh, up through, and then down, uh, like through through kind of. Um, uh, round the back and, and, and through Taliesin and then back to Tarbon that way. It'd be a really long bus journey, uh, but kind of you definitely fall asleep in the bus. Uh, or you get the bus in the morning and fall asleep and end up in Machenkleth as well. It's the, the alternative thing. But the point being that the buses do run. The, is it the X44 that runs along there? Anyway, the buses are pretty good around Aber. The frequency, not so good. But the bus service saturation is not so bad. Um, people are asking what the bus is that goes out to, uh, to Ponterwood. Uh, that's actually the main, that's like the main X44 or something. It actually goes right the way through to, like, it's it's, it's like a, a doing the job of, of a railway that ain't there anymore, or actually, in that case, not a railway that isn't there, just doing the job of going along the main road. Um, that, so that was uh, Aber. Uh, for no particular reason, uh, we jump uh, up to, uh, down to Barnstable and, and Biddeford, and the, the kind of the Taw Torridge area, uh, River Torridge, River Taw, um, and... This is more rubbish because Ranswell, quite populated area with with quite a lot of housing expansion, and the the, the bus services ain't great. Um, ditto the back of Biddeford is is also not great. And again, you've got so you start seeing that there are enormous tracts of like people do live in these areas, and there's just enormous tracts of nothing. If I were to get to anywhere in here, nothing. I mean, you go to Aberystwyth and. 
I'm going to be honest with you, nobody lives in this area. Just apps, almost nobody lives in these areas. So the, 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 at this point, you go, well, the last mile problem for them, how do they, it's like, they don't need to, it doesn't, the free, the population density is so low that they can drive and it's fine. Like, we don't want to get absolutely, every, there's no point in capturing these edge cases, the 90, like the, the 95th percentile stuff, because most people live in built up areas. A tiny fraction of people live in the little wee parts. So, you know, nobody lives like basically nobody lives in Bontgorch. uh uh come some log it's just an abandoned mine uh come Ervin, shout out to Kez's fam but no there's no no there's no it's, no it's fine they can just have whatever car they like uh like ideally it'd be a bashed up one like uh, persia 107 but it can be a whatever car it is it doesn't matter because in total there are a hundred people who live inside that big circle so it doesn't matter um uh, yes, I fully agree that the railway should uh, should still be running uh, both from uh, Barnstable up to Bronton because it's an incredibly popular tourist route, uh, and to be honest, ideally up to Ilfracombe, uh, and 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 ideally they'd have the railway running up to Biddeford as well. You can go on, man. At some point, I'll do the, I'll do my rail ladder on that because you can cycle all of it, and it's fab. Uh, it's my favourite cycle, kind of railway cycle in the country. It's it's brilliant. But anyway, that I digress. Um, so yeah, there we are. So that that's kind of going down to some problem areas within this area. More people live in this area, uh, and don't have great uh, access to public transport. Um, but again, that's a problem of you know there should definitely be a bus route following the B road um, down from Roundswell towards that goes down to uh, Torrington. Uh, that. Road, that B road uh, has enough people on it. There, there should be a bus. There should be a direct bus that goes from Barstable to uh, to, to Great Torrington. That's just that. that there should be. Uh, it doesn't need to be super super frequent, but it it should exist and it doesn't. There are probably a few thousand people within that um, circle that I've just done, and they probably ought to have a better public transport provision. Generally, uh, ideally, it would tie into the the Tarka line, you know. Um, but anyway, there, so that, again, though, I would shout that there is no last mile problem here. The problem is one of not providing good public transport. And you don't need to invent a brand new snazzy thing to just introduce bus services. Um, what about logistics, right? Uh, so slightly different. Uh, let's talk about logistics. And to do that, I'm going to shove up the, the DFT's uh, graphic explaining what different types of lorry can run on Britain's roads. Uh, because this is this is kind of an interesting point. So So... The last mile problem is, right, you get your big truck and it arrives in town and how do you get the stuff from the truck into the shop or the house, particularly if you've got, you know, pedestrianised areas. Um, I would say, oh, actually, let's, I'm going to go big face because there have been a few queries. Let's, let's, let's have a look at the chat while we, while we go through this. Oh, crikey, if I click on your faces, it gives me lots more options now. YouTube, you've, you've updated things. Xander, just joined. Uh, he's not already been asked. What are my thoughts on on-demand bus shuttles for areas with low population? Mixed. Some people suggest they are good. Others suggest they're bad. And I um, I don't have a hard opinion on it. I, I feel like they, they're not a bad idea, but they have to provide... If you go back to the Permanence of the Permanent Way episode with Dr. Kevin Tennant, we, for public transport to, to work, you have to trust that it's going to be there. And that doesn't necessarily exist for on-demand services so that's that's a challenge that that is a challenge that i think potentially they don't they don't necessarily overcome but there are other ways you know technology in, in this is a situation where technology can potentially by showing you where that bus is if it can show you where that bus is it's going to direct to get you that could provide the confidence but again that's exclude that excludes people who don't have access to that kind of technology so a bit of a 
yeah, the, uh, mixed feelings on it, Xander. But uh, yeah, good question. Thank you. Uh, the new IKB four four seven two is a um, is a confusing series of uh, IKB had nothing to do with four four. I mean, uh, probably would have liked looking at it, but anyway, put back the Barnstable to Biddeford Railway. Uh, yes, well, we did that, didn't we? In fact, I think your your comment prompted me to start yammering on about it. Uh, Raphael saying no transport because of no one living there, or no one living there because of no transport. Well, yeah, yeah, um, but the reality is, I, I suppose I don't mind. If if pe- if it means people have moved out of that rural area that's difficult to provide public transport for, and they've moved into a city where it's easy to, p- to provide public transport, there, there, there are some there's some problems within that, absolutely. But by and large, I think as a society, I mean not all by and large, a hundred percent as a society, we are more environmentally friendly and better off culturally and socially if we live in built-up areas and we're rubbing shoulders with with, with other people. Um, rural people are mental. Let's face it. Uh, I was one for a while. Uh, it's it's good it's good to um it's very good to uh to see other people and be around other people uh particularly when we have a, an aging population i say this from experience my grandparents loneliness is 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 a serious risk to our population an aging population and actually if more of us lived if more of those old people lived in areas that were more populated we could provide them the services they need more easily to survive and also we could kind of look out for each other a bit I, i'm a big fan of urban living i think uh you know um, and, and yes there are different densities of urban living and britain's rubbish at density but um yeah uh, i'm quite happy for people to not live in in rural areas other than those who have to live there to, to work um what other chat remember to at me so i can spot your comments rat king uh, i park my van in pedestrianized areas how is this a problem but I live in London and hate our uh, local council, so pinch of salt. Um, uh, I, I don't quite know what your point is, uh, Rat King. Uh, you may have to elaborate upon that point. Um, how is the last mile a problem? Well, indeed. Uh, Dave, aren't the DFT trial and longer, heavier vehicles in relation to lorries? Uh, hell, yes, they are. Uh, they're called trains. Use trains. David Shepard, if we can replace Uber with flexible on-demand buses in the sparse areas, that would be a good thing. Christchurch, I think, was the city in New Zealand where they where they did a an interesting study of Uber, and they said Uber is like, yeah, we can serve all the areas that are in the fringes and don't suffer from and don't benefit from good public transport. And you look at all the Uber traces, and they're just in the centre of the city where the public transport is excellent, extracting public transport value, you know, extracting fair revenue and getting in the way of the public transport and making it worse for everyone. Um, yeah, we're all yeah, Gareth. Yeah, no, I was thinking of you. We're all crazy. We're all we're all. Um, it's a, it's a we're a wild without using kind of um, uh, ableist language. We're a wild bunch, us folks uh, who uh, grew up in the countryside. Um, can I put the map up for Bristol? No, but you can all look it up, look it up for uh, yourselves. Uh, oh, you know what? I actually can. Let's do that right now. Let's go in Open Street Map. Oh my! Come on, Bing. Bing. Uh, you can't see this right now, can you? Let me put uh, let me put small face back on. Here we are. So Open Street Map, uh, transport map, which is pretty good and we're gonna go down and look at uh, Bristol pretty let's get the there, there's the same zoom level uh, let's get rid of that what's this thing what's this why are you using up my real estate Ugh. Um, that's not bad apart from uh, anyone in Abbots Lee or Lower Fayland or uh, anyone down in uh, the ridiculously named Chewton Keensham uh, yeah and then I bet as soon as you get up into as soon as you get there's chipping sword chipping sword breed not too bad actually but yeah it starts getting a bit thinner on the ground once you disappear up into the into the thick of it right uh dursley very little going on anyway fine bus services mixed bag depending on where you are in brizzle there as you can see so i think we've caught up with um 
caught up with the with the master. Oh, let's not make this a let's go to all the places. Everyone can go and have a look at their different places. Um, Martha Lauren is saying a good demand responsive service might get three to five boardings per hour. A poor fixed route gets ten or so. Um, you end up finding an hourly fixed route serves people better. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with that, Martha. I have to say, I am inclined because then you can start building that infrastructure, the physical, visible infrastructure, like a, a nice bus shelter with a with a thing saying the next bus is going to be here. Yeah, I, I, I'm inclined. I err towards that side, although I'm not 100% dissuaded of the, the potential value of a, an on-demand system. So let me uh, go back to the, the, the. Let's talk about. Let's let us talk about logistics. So um, let's go here. Talk about logistics. We have a, a challenge. So in order to talk about what, why I don't think the last mile problem exists for logistics, let's talk about what I think logistics should look like. Very briefly, this is an episode in and of itself. So I'm going to be really quick on this one. But here we have all the vehicles that are allowed to drive on the roads and carry stuff around in the UK. And we have light goods vehicles at the top. These can be easily electrified. Uh, that's, uh, that's a, there we are. That's a, an awful little, there we are. We can electrify these. There's a bzzz at the top there. We can electrify those. Light, so those are two axle vehicles. Uh, and likewise, so lorries or heavy goods vehicles, um, we've got two axle, other two axle vehicles. So like up to 18 tons. So these two here, these ones here, those also can be electrified. Bzzz, nice and easy. You can electrify those uh, and, and uh, they can just be battery vehicles. Fine. So that's quite straightforward. Um, yeah, so fine, good stuff. We start having problems for this range of vehicles up to 40 tonnes. These are... It's possible, but a bit of a way off that we can uh, electrify these. So plan is that we should aim to electrify them. Like this, there we are, there's my little... little um, but trickier. So that's uh, three-axle rigid, four-axle rigid... Uh, four axle articulated uh, drawbar vehicles up to 40 tons anything below 40 tons it's possible to, um, my understanding is that it's possible to electrify these uh, th these types of vehicles but it's trickier and and, and and there's another thing at play as well which is the safety of, of heavy goods vehicles in and around towns the the, the emissions from tires as well as exhaust pipes because don't forget electric vehicles, are they just they just solve tailpipe emissions they don't they don't solve anything else and in some situations they make things worse because these vehicles will get heavier because of all the batteries so the reality is the amount of payload you you'll be able to carry in these the reason i made these problematic so these ones here the reason they're problematic is because the amount of payload you can actually carry in these will reduce because they'll have a lot more battery um so at this point i would say everything from uh up to 18 tons uh, so kind of the stuff that's going uh upwards so so basically these these things no these this meet my scribbling is bad these um which can all be electrified uh there we are there's, there's our electrification we can electrify those uh those can can be in town i'm happy for those to be in towns that's okay we can manage vehicles up to that size within the extent size of towns so with it so the last mile problem isn't a problem because you've got these plus another little thing that's not included on here which is um it's it's a bicycle it's a bicycle you can you can use a bicycle uh to get around so bicycles can with it with a trailer 
or maybe it's like a weird one of these things that's got like a the, the, the sort of thing up here and it's got like a little doodad here you know cargo bikes the bicycles as we'll point out momentarily bicycles are also good so in town where the last mile problem is an issue it isn't an issue uh that's solvable in terms of the other logistics um these ones the ones that are up to 40 tons you have to so keep them below 40 tons fine you carry less around you can probably electrify those um fine uh okay so you can electrify them but everything above 40 tons you cannot electrify this it just is not possible to battery electrify these they are too heavy hydrogen does not work because you need too large a hydrogen store to make them any use whatsoever putting overhead wires above the motorway as previously discussed in a previous episode is stupid Putting batteries in these will not work. You cannot get enough battery charge to have any payload behind your vehicle, and the batteries will run out immediately. So all those 40-ton trucks, which, by the way, wreck the roads already, we cannot make our vehicles heavier um, because all of the bridges across the UK will fall down, and the government is absolutely not willing to pay for it. So... No, I do not believe that hydrogen is going to work for HGVs. It's not going to. It's not going to work. It won't work. You have to carry too much hydrogen around for it to be practicable. As soon as you have to stop the vehicle regularly to top it up with hydrogen, um, or you have to top, stop the vehicle to charge it up, the benefits of using these versus I don't know, trains, absolutely disappears. <laughs> so use trains. So instead of so so in in towns, the last mile issue is fine because you've got these little 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 nubbins. Everything else. Uh, you can use intermodal, you can use all sorts of other freight trains. Uh, I would argue in the UK that their routes, for example, um, if you reinstated uh, a northern Transpennine mainline, as I've previously mooted, um, you would uh, reinstate that as, as with a gauge that you could use for Roro. So rather than spe wasting money on dueling the A66, you can use, uh, not Roro, sorry, piggyback. You can use some piggyback trains. So we could have piggyback running. You just basically do a park and ride and you have piggyback. Um, uh, I, I think that's you know something that, that could be explored on certain key corridors. Likewise, I think you should could and should do that on other Transpennine routes like the M62 corridor or the Manchester-Sheffield corridor. You could look at instead uh, using the Hope Valley uh, and expanding those tunnels and using uh, piggyback um, and, and having kind of end-to-end, uh, -end, uh, a bit like channel tunnel service. You essentially kind of use it a bit like channel tunnel service, except that it's not the shuttle, it's this. Uh, and by the time you do this and you study this, you might realize that actually the logistics are better, that you just carry the whole thing on the train. And then you can just rely on the small things. You can just have the train arrive into the city and use the 18-ton or smaller vehicles. And so you could then basically say, multi-axle lorries, we aim to get rid of them. Uh, this is a massive logistical feat. Do not get me wrong. Uh, this is would be an enormous undertaking to completely change Britain's supply chain so that it could work this way. But that change is going to be forced upon us by the government because the government said that they're not going to be selling new uh, IC vehicles after 2030. So this is all going to happen. Uh, well, it's not. Government will just uh, do a... They'll, they'll just not achieve its law. It'll just break its own law. But you know, that's what's obviously going to happen. But uh, yeah, battery and hydrogen ain't going to work for those 40-ton plus vehicles. So the way that logistics works across the UK is going to fall flat on its face. Isn't it a good job we've wasted so much land building enormous 44-ton uh, truck logistics centres? Isn't that wonderful? What a, a very good use of huge amounts of land. Um, anyway, so... Uh, and of course, the hero of the piece is... is if For the last mile problem... People, we've had posties for a very long time, and they've walked, they've biked, they've used vans, 
These are all eminently achievable with current technology. We've had electric bicycles for a hundred years. No, this is not a problem. It's not a last mile problem. This is a, an, another easy one, not a last mile problem. So, to my mind, this is just not you know, both both of these, both of these, the 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 public transport and logistics. The last mile problem does not function and exist for these. It just does not. Um, so, if it doesn't exist, or certainly what, if I don't think it exists, if it doesn't exist, why do people say that it does exist? Why do people say that the last mile problem does exist? Why do they do this? Um, why indeed? So, let me uh, let me do a bit more uh, question answering. I'm going to do a big face. Hello, everyone. Sorry if this is a bit janky. I've not done one of these for a while. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Can we create a last mile problem from motorists? Uh, yeah, ideally, yeah. Um, each of those green lines uh, in the lorry section is just batteries. <laughs> uh, where yes, yeah, they're just batteries. Yes, exactly, Tom. Um, uh, Al Store Scania have an articulated truck with forty ton uh, GTW and three hundred fifty kilometer range with hydrogen. Wait, GTW gas turbine? Uh, oh no, gross tonnage weight. Oh yeah, so the actual loadable tonnage is forty tons, three hundred fifty kilometer range. Yeah, I, yeah. Also, Pete Jones is pointing out the road damage, uh, the fourth fourth power rule. Uh, Michael C going. Does the rail network have the capacity to carry effectively all HGV traffic? Absolutely, it does not. No, but this is why I have my we need to increase rail capacity by fifty to one hundred percent by the middle of this century uh, line that I use all the time. Um, all of our ports should be electrified as the TDNS wanted. Absolutely. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, buh, 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 buh. What else are people saying? Check uh, Eiffel Tor Intermodal Station in Köln in uh, in Deutschland in Germany. Yes, Gregor McCabry. At the at the moment, uh, biogas is gaining traction in HEVs, but rail needs to take an uh, increasing role. Thing is, biogas again, it's just it's like these are all kind of euphemistic keep burning things uh, logics. So, yeah, um, yes, last mile problem for motorists sounds like a park and ride to me. Well, yeah, quite. Um, no, James Walker lives in Great Torrington and uh, works in Barstable Bus Service. Is now. The bus service is now. Oh, there is a bus service. James, you left leaving us on tenterhooks. I'm, I'm, what is the bus service doing, James? Um, uh, is it that you go via Bid Biddeford, though? Uh, we're in Great Torrington. I mean, you don't have to say we're in Great Torrington. Do you live at the bottom of the hill or the top of the hill? <laughs> That's the key question. You know, are you, are you, uh, Puffin Billy River level or uh, the, the, top, the top of the hill burning down wooden town places made up wooden fictional towns uh, level uh always used to have a hawking's ice cream and um actually most of my hawking's ice creams have been, cons have been consumed in biddeford's park but that's another story anyway i digress uh, why do people say the last mile problem does exist well um two reasons reason number one this should have been a ping ah oh, i missed a ping opportunity there ping number one uh because people want to sell you something pointless or bad that's reason number one reason number two because People uh, want you to do nothing. So uh, why did I? Why do people? Uh, yeah, why did I've, I've actually weirdly not written these right because I'm not actually answering the question. I should have said, it's, "Why do people say that?" Uh, and then the people. Well, uh, so really, what I should have done is, and I'm going to do it now, uh, because 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 they want to sell you something. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Because they want to do nothing. There we are. Marvelous. There we are. Uh, on the fly editing. Uh, number one, because they want to sell you something pointless or bad. Number two, because they want to do nothing. These are the two reasons why the last mile problem gets talked about a lot. And I'm not saying that everyone who talks about the last mile problem has an ulterior motive. Um, quite often, it's kind of a thing that, that well-meaning 
consultants or people working for big transport companies kind of talk about it and they get worried about it. Um, they ought not to, really. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So you have to ignore the fact that, you know what? No, stuff it. I'm, 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 I'm unwilling to do it. I'm, I'm doing this. Let's copy-paste this to this and fix the problem. There we go. Look at this. Editing on the fly because I am bad at podcasting. There we are. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, number one, because they want to sell you something pointless bad. Here's an example of a pointless or bad thing. Um, it's a stupid pod. It's an autonomous pod, um, by which I mean it's it goes it, it, when it's in a car park, it drives itself a bit like a one of those robots we had in primary school, and then someone in, uh, someone underpaid then drives it everywhere else. Uh, here it is, probably in Milton Keynes, I'm guessing. Uh, oh no, Greenwich, Greenwich Automated Transport. It's just made up. It's nonsense. This is nonsense. It's a stupid thing. Uh, horrible. Uh, just just pointless. It's a car. This is uh, for anyone didn't realize this is a car. It's a car, car. This is it's a car, folks. It's just a car, uh, and we don't want cars. The whole point is that we don't want cars, and this is a car. Uh, so yeah, it's telling something pointless, and, and often it's like uh, you know, it's coming up with some other like this constant discussion. Now, you know, I'm on various panels and boards of things, and, there, and and there's often discussions from very senior people who should know better. Going, you know, this is going to be a real challenge for the railways, or you know, in the future our railways might dock with autonomous pods. No, they won't ever do that. What? What is that? You talk about a car crashing into a train. You remember that video of the level crossing with the Range Rover hitting a train? It's not good. Um, d- d- the autonomous pods are not going to dock with trains. We're not going to rebuild all our stations. No, people are going to arrive on a bike. They're going to walk. They're going to get a bus. They're going to get a taxi. They're going to walk into the station, and they're going to be doing that for the next 200 years. Like, but it's, That's good. That's good. That's positive. So we don't want this junk. This is just a car. Um, the other thing, of course, is, uh, so that's people who want to, uh, I didn't update this, did I? Anyway, uh, it's people who want to do nothing, uh, and that's not, that's not useful, is it? Wait a minute, let me, let me fix this, let me fix this. It's just, it's bad, isn't it? It's fine, you all know what's going on. Uh, and then, copy that, and then put it here. Uh, yes, good, fine. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, so, so why, why do people say the last mile problem exists? Well, number one is because they want to sell something pointless or bad. Number two is because they want to do nothing. Um, and here's a man who wanted to do nothing. Uh, mayor James Palmer, of uh, ex-mayor of um, of the Cambridge and Peterborough-Sure Combined Authority. I can't exactly remember the call. Anyway, um, they don't want to do anything. People who say, oh, the last mile, it's a real challenge, which means public transport can't work here because the last mile problem. Or, oh, we can't really do this public transport thing because we need to solve the last mile problem first. Um, challenge these people. Uh, throw eggs at them. Generally, just uh, humiliate them out of town because it's a it's it's a, a tool to stop the good thing happening. Uh, and here is a man who knows all about tools. Um uh, yes, there we are. Anyway, so uh, Mayor James pa- uh, ex-Mayor James Palmer is a good example of this sort of person. You propose nonsense that sounds great, is an enormous vanity project because ultimately you don't want to do anything. You want to delay good stuff happening, like buses, more buses, uh, making ro- cars disappear, and also building trams. So those are the, 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 the those are the real challenges. Uh, he is one of the real challenges, but this is why the last mile problem is a thing. Um, or is it? Do you have alternative thoughts? Do you have alternative thoughts? I don't know. Maybe you do. Um, we have 10 minutes for you to have your alternative thoughts. Go on. Tell me things. I'll go big face while, while we chuck questions at me. Campaign for Northeast Rail. Uh, what about cargo trams? Are they a gadget van? No, the cargo tram's not a gadget van. It's just not necessarily that 
functional. Some of them exist. They exist in a few places. Uh, one of them exists in Germany that fed the VW plant, didn't it? I don't think it does anymore. I think that ended. Um, uh, point one is they want to sell you a gadget band or a, a techie thing. They want like mass, like mobility as a service. And they go, oh, mobility as a service, mobility as a service. No, that's not a thing. It's just called integrated transport. And Martha and I talked about it last week. You don't need the snazzy fancy thing. You just need to make the physical public transport service work. Um, oh, uh, taxi or minibus? Uh, if not macrobus, no. It's a. It's just a. It's just a. It's just a car. Uh, you could call it a taxi, but ultimately it's like no, no. It's not as good as a taxi because a, t- a taxi actually knows where it's going and can and, and and the driver's in it. You have a chat with them. That's fine. Um, you, you it's a paid member of you know it's a paid worker driving a taxi, enjoying their job, passionate about their job, potentially uh, with dubious political background, but quite often not. Uh, I was enjoying having a chat with uh, with uh, taxi drivers. Uh, Ryan Hogg, lack of integration between modes is a big issue. One hundred percent. See last week's episode. Uh, but again, that's not a last mile problem issue. That's just that's just bad. That's just public transport integration not being good. Um, Michael C reckons that the last mile problem does exist, but it's easily solvable by making public transport better. Yeah, but that, that's my point. You see, it doesn't exist. It's just there's not a last mile problem. It's just that there's an area that's not served by public transport properly. Um, um, Detour, Deidre, is saying, in Bristol, the last mile issue has been help. Oh, YouTube. Uh, Deidre will finish the message momentarily. Has anyone ever caught a taxi and not spoken with the driver? Uh, A taxi is also still a car. It is. It is. But I think taxis have a valid place. I'm not an entire taxi hater. Taxis have a valid place. I use taxis. Sometimes it's like, I need to get to the station quickly. When I was in Milton Keynes, I was like, I'm not faffing for a bus because I want to make sure I get the train, the, the, get my change of train so I can come back here and and see my wee one and Dina as quickly as possible. Um, so, um, yes, Deirdre, a very good point. Horrible scooters, and absolutely that's helped in York. I use them all the time. Um, horrible e-scooters are a good way to, to fill in some of those gaps. Uh, but I would, again, argue that... Public transport probably should be filling those gaps rather than e-scooters because lots and lots of, of e-scooters uh, is is not as environmentally friendly as one bus. But uh, those e-scooters, likewise the Boris bikes, as uh, much as I hate to call them that, you know, the, the, the hireable bikes in London, the TfL bikes are brilliant. Hireable bike and, and scooter schemes I think are fantastic. I don't think it's a last mile problem. Again, I would consider that to be... Um, a form of micro-mobility, which is, a, a some people find a gimmick word. But yes, bikes, walking, I would count those e-bikes and things as, as just like hireable active travel, active transport, active travel, as it's often gimmickly called. But walking, cycling, wheeling, these are good things. We want to facilitate them, which is why we don't want to shove junk in pavements. Um, uh, uh, Daniel Smith, we got rid of the capability for point-to-point small loads to go via rail when we closed all the marshalling yards and only ran block trains. Yeah, there was a reason for that, though, because it was an inefficient way to move stuff, and, and we didn't have the technology to make that move efficient again. That could change. Now that we have easy ways to tag, you know, we have Amazon-level logistics, we could potentially start reinstating some of those complex logistical systems because that could that's the sort of thing that can be automated in a big complex warehouse that just packs a load of intermodal wagons sends them on their way and brings them back and unpacks them entirely you know uh, automated that that's potentially a thing you know uh, uh yeah public scoot, uh, e-scooters and horrible bikes as a public utility should be way more common absolutely uh, yeah they are you're right they are um uh they are indeed livingston ken livingston bikes not 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 bojo bikes Anyway, right, enough of that. 
Uh, I'm going to get rid of my face, and I'm going to tell you all about what's coming up next week. But first, I must say, everyone who's listened to this in audio only, it's going to be under an hour. Absolutely it is. Everyone who's listened to to this in audio only format, thank you for doing so. This one should be up. Uh, Hopefully soon it might not be as instantaneous as the others, because all the others were set up in advance. This one, not so much. Um, But yeah, all good podcasting platforms. Please, if you are listening, if uh, everyone who's in the chat... Uh, please spread the word. If you if you do this, please rate the podcast and leave a, like a review because it, it will help more people listen to it. And I want more people to listen to it. Uh, mission this year is um, get more people listening to the, and watching the pod. Uh, we want that to happen. Hence why the Twitter account has been set up to make people realize that it's a thing. It exists as a, as a podcast. It's been around for blinking years now. So, um, yeah, please encourage people to do that. And if you are a regular listener, please like write reviews whatever the things are that your podcasting platform allows you to do please do that spotify allows you to do ratings please rate me as you wish to don't rate me as a one if you i mean you know what if you want to you can but i'd prefer it if you enjoy it to 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 rate as a five because that's generally five is generally considered good um anyway waffle patreon.com slash gareth dennis for the patron uh subscribe support this happening uh thank you everyone for for doing that uh you your names have been updated in the in the end credits uh you get extra little bonuses you get you get little behind the scenes peaks and uh, of, of life the universe and everything paypal.me slash gareth dennis to throw a loose change at me and gareth dennis.co.uk slash discord to continue this chat ad infinitum uh, with about a thousand other people continuing uh, it's a lovely community you're all lovely uh, moderators have a very easy time in there um, because you're all great. Uh, the, the bingo exists, doesn't it? I should put a bingo thing on here. And merch is coming back soon. I just need some time to, you know, a, a moment to sit and do that, and I don't have those um, at the moment. So the, the merch will be... But but get your suggestions for merchandise into the Discord. You know, start a thread in the general chat, if you like, uh, of, of suggestions for merchandise. I know, I'm going to get the Not A Metro Sorter on a T-shirt. I think that's a fun thing to do. Get the Not A Metro Sorter on a T-shirt. That's going to be one of the first things. And get the mugs back, the, the, the Polish the Treasury mug, a few things like that. Um, but get your suggestions in um next week episode 159 uh trains built in derby by the way the class 159 why britain's railway headquarters won't be in derby uh they've just been announced as being in derby so i'm going to explain why they're not going to be in derby that feels like a fun episode it's a news episode but we will talk quite a bit about derby should be fun um and oh that's that that's next week uh this, this that that's a chance for me to make my enlarged face appear again and to say, uh, everyone um, in the chat, uh, everyone in, in watching after the fact as well, hello to you. I will uh, see you all next week for another live episode. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have some water, I'm going to eat some food, and I'm going to give uh, the wee one a little, uh, not a little, I'm going to give her an enormous cuddle, unless she's asleep, in which case I will not be bothering her. Anyway, right, cheerio! <laughs> cheerio! Cheerio!